Welcome to Leadership from the Heart, the podcast that dives deep into the world of operational focused leadership. I'm your host, Romy, and I'm thrilled to have you join us on the journey of discovery, growth, and transformation. In each episode, we'll explore the essential principles of effective leadership that not only drive results, but also touch the very core of the human connection. At Leadership from the Heart, we believe that leadership is more than just a title. It's a commitment to inspire, empower, and guide with authenticity and compassion. Welcome to another episode of Leadership from the Heart. Today, we're getting into the topic that resonates with leaders everywhere, balancing leadership and work-life integration. It's understood that as leaders, we're constantly juggling numerous responsibilities and often struggle to find the right balance between our personal life and professional life. And we've all been there. I found that the trick is to prioritize yourself. As a good leader, you're probably spending most of your day interacting with others, exchanging energy while coaching, motivating, and inspiring your team towards the common goals. That can be very draining. And if you don't take the time to fill yourself back up, eventually you'll have nothing to give because you can't give what you don't have. The concept of work-life balance has evolved over the years, and many people now view it as more of a work-life blend or integration. This shift in perspective reflects the change in nature of work and the realization that the strict separation between work and personal life may not always be as practical or as desirable as it used to be. In an increasingly interconnected world, the boundaries between professional and professional and personal lives continue to blur. As leaders, we often find ourselves in a state of continuous availability where we feel constantly engaged. However, it is crucial to have the ability to disconnect when necessary. I love this quote from Anne Lamott. She says, almost everything will work if you unplug it for a few minutes, including you. Achieving a balance between leadership and personal life is crucial. And just to clarify, when I use the term balance, it doesn't necessarily mean a 50-50 split. As we all know that some days your focus may tilt towards home with 70% of your time dedicated to family, which means children, school, assignments, and other commitments. And while the other work takes the 30%. And then on the flip side of that, Your work may demand 70% and your home life or your personal life may occupy 30%. This flexibility is necessary to prevent burnout, a prevalent issue among many. As leaders, it's important to recognize that taking care of yourself is important and vital. Burnout doesn't just affect you. It has ripple effects on your family, your team, and your organization. So prioritize self-leadership alongside organizational leadership for the well-being of all. Leaders often struggle with blending and balancing their work life due to the significant responsibility and the strong sense of duty that being a leader comes with. Other reasons include a passion for the job, personal ambitions, a lack of delegation, and the worst of them all, the cultural norm. Some organizations have a culture of overwork making it difficult for leaders to prioritize personal time. The overwork always on culture creates this illusion of the fear of missing out 
and the guilt of never having done enough. Having experienced many of these challenges myself, I've established a simple morning routine for the past few years that I consider now non-negotiables. However, given the nature of my work, there are occasions where I must be up very early in the morning and therefore cannot follow my usual routine. On those days, I'm super mindful and I make sure to take care of myself in other ways. My morning ritual involves physical activity, which could be a walk, yoga sesh, or stretch sesh. I also meditate, I journal, and on particularly great days, I even cold plunge. Recently, I've reintroduced strength training into my routine, which I now do in the gym before dinner time. I've learned to prioritize self-care because for most of my career, I place the needs of others and my job ahead of my own. And I realize that no one truly wins from that approach. Here are 11 practical steps to achieving the right blend. One, know what really matters. You've got to figure out what's important to your work and personal life. Then set some really clear boundaries to protect your time and energy for those important things. Number two, share the load. If you're a leader, don't try to do everything yourself. Share tasks and responsibilities with your team and trust them to make the decision. Micromanaging will absolutely lead to burnout, so avoid it at all costs. Number three, time magic. Learn how to use your time effectively. This means getting the most out of your work hours so that you can leave the office on time to reduce stress. Steve Covey says, the key is not to prioritize what's on your schedule, but to schedule your priorities. And I absolutely love that. Number four, work smart, not long. Explore flexible work options if you can, like working from home or adjusting your hours. This can help create a schedule that works for both you and your job. Number five, tech breaks. Give yourself a break from work-related emails and messages when you're not working. Turning off those work notifications can help you avoid interruption and keep your work and personal life separate. Number six, take care of you. Make sure you take good care of yourself. Exercise, relax, and do the things that you enjoy. Being healthy and feeling good is super important for being a good leader and keeping your work-life balanced. Number seven, quality time. When you're with your family or friends, be all there. Really focus on them and create meaningful moments. It's not just about being there physically. It's about being present in the moment. Number eight, plan and get organized. Be smart about planning your time and keeping your things organized. Use calendars, to-do lists, and set goals. This helps manage your time and tasks better. I know a lot of executives who say, if it's not on my calendar, it doesn't happen. So that's a great method to use when trying to get organized. Ask for help, step number nine. Don't be afraid to ask for help from your work buddies, friends, or family. Sometimes getting support can make it easier to balance your leadership role and personal life. Number 10, keep checking in. 
Every now and then, take a good look at your work-life balance. Make sure that everything is still in tune. If things change in your life or what's important to you, make sure you adjust your approach. And number 11, lead by example. If you're a leader, your team looks up to you. Show them how to have a good how to have a good work-life balance. Lead by example, and you might just inspire them to do the same. This list is practical steps that may seem long, but the point is not for you to try all 11. It's for you to pick one or two and adopt them and build on them from there. We talked about habit stacking in a previous episode, but just as a refresher, habit stacking is the technique where you attach a new habit to an existing one by performing the new habit immediately after the established one, making it easier to integrate positive behaviors into your daily routine. It's like building a chain of habits that flow, creating efficiency and consistency in your life. So pick one and start from there. I wanted to take a sidestep real quick and explore the idea of flexibility in leadership and work-life integration. Because in today's job market, the ability to adapt to an evolving circumstances, whether it be technology or workplace, it's becoming an extra desirable characteristic for organizations and the working class. Adaptability allows individuals to embrace flexible work arrangements, seize remote work opportunities, and shift between personal and professional work roles seamlessly. Being adaptable means the, having the ability to adjust your schedule to meet your personal needs and find the creative solutions to achieve that harmonious balance between your professional and personal life. In a world where what worked yesterday might not work tomorrow, Adaptability is the key to staying relevant, resilient, and successful. Those who can adapt and flex are more likely to navigate challenges, pursue innovation, and maintain a healthy work-life balance, ultimately leading to a personal and professional success. While conducting the research for this episode, I found this book called Off Balance, Getting Beyond the Work-Life Balance Myth to Personal and Professional Satisfaction by Matthew Kelly. It came across as a should read. I haven't read it yet, but the Cliff of Cliff Notes state that Matthew Kelly provides insights on how to achieve professional and personal satisfaction by redefining the concept of work-life balance. So it could be a good read if you find yourself wanting to know more. And as we wrap up today's episode, I wanted to take the time and open the floor and address any questions that are on your mind. I'm here to share my thoughts and hopefully provide some insights, whether it be about leadership, life, or anything else you're curious about. So feel free to send your questions to info at leadershipfromtheheart.co. That's info at leadershipfromtheheart.co. My final thoughts for this episode is achieving balance is not just a personal victory. It's a win for everyone, your family, your team, your organization, and everyone around you. Thanks everyone for joining me on this discussion on how to balance leadership and work-life integration. Until next time. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Leadership from the Heart. We hope that you've gained valuable tools and inspiration to transform your leadership approach and create lasting impact within your organization. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast. 
Your feedback means the world to us and it helps us reach more aspiring leaders like you. Remember, leadership is a journey and it's one that we're all on together. So until next time, lead with purpose, lead with empathy, and lead from your heart. This is Romy Montpruz signing off, reminding you that your leadership has the power to shape a brighter future for all.